Mm-hmm. But my marvelous actors have really turned it into something a lot of fun. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Inside Spotlight, a podcast related to all things Spotlight Theatre Company. I'm your host, Luke Allen Terry. We are happy to say that podcasting is back at Spotlight Theatre after a long, not too long of a hiatus. We thought to ourselves, what would be a better way to bring back podcasting than to plug the first show of our 2013-2014 season? And that show happens to be Agatha Christie's Witness for the Prosecution, opening October 12th and running until November 9th. Christie is probably Spotlight Theatre Company's favorite playwright, having produced some of her most well-known works, such as Mousetrap, and Then There Were None, Black Coffee, and Murder on the Nile. In this episode, I spoke with director Linda Suttle and actors Ken Street and Tommy Jennings about what makes Agatha Christie so much fun not only to watch, but to perform on stage, as well as the challenges of pulling off a courtroom drama. What's the challenge of putting on a courtroom drama to make it uh, more engaging and to keep the audience's attention? I think when people think of courtroom, they'll automatically think of things like, say, court TV or stuff that's not necessarily that interesting to watch. So what's the challenge of keeping it uh, engaging in this uh, theatrical means with this play? Well, uh, th- I felt like when we started, that was a real um, challenge for me um, because I just have a lot of history with law enforcement and courts and mm-hmm. the district attorney's office. And most of the time, court is pretty boring. And so, but I think that uh, what happens here is, is so well written and just having marvelous actors, of course, um, that can take the ball and run with it um, and make the characters just really interesting and really, a lot of times, bigger than normal um, just to to keep things moving along. Mm -hmm. But my marvelous actors have really turned it into something a lot of fun. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. Now, what about you, Ken, as an actor, since you pretty much are on st- you pretty much are the driving force behind the courtroom drama in this well, show? Well, I, I, first of all, I love courtroom dramas, even on court TV. So <laughs> uh, I just find it fascinating. And having been having served on the jury, Linda's worked in, on the other side of working as helping people on, on that. I've been on the jury, and I was on the jury in New York City for two cases. And it's, to, to me, it's totally fascinating. But it is. There's no movement, not a lot of movement on stage. So I think you have to be very engaging as a character, I mean, mm-hmm. and not bigger than life, but you have to be very engaging because you're throwing out clues and you're asking questions and the audience really needs to hear and sort of be very interested in what you're doing. So I think you have to be very interesting without moving a lot. So it's right. very, so, but I think it's a great acting challenge. It's so like you say, without moving a lot, a lot of it's in the voice and a lot of it's in the choices you make as an actor to deliver well, the lines, right? When we were doing the research too, English courtrooms are quite a bit different than American courtrooms. And um, I checked, one of our actors has actually done some work in an English court and a friend of mine worked for about a year and a half uh, as a, an attorney uh, in an English court. And it's different because the the, the lawyers stand behind the chair you know they stand at their table they don't move around very much so um and in in uh, american courtrooms you can you know the lawyers can move all over the place so um they just don't move very much they stand at their table they ask questions and and that's kind of the way it is in english court and as an actor you just really have to command the focus you're Mm -hmm. very very focused so that the audience you draw them into your focus draw their focus onto you right Mm -hmm. gotcha Mm -hmm. Now, Tommy, what about you, since you are you are actually the one who is the accused in this piece, so what's it for you being uh, in the chair as the suspect for this victim and then also getting your chance to be interrogated? What is it, uh, on your perspective, keeping it kind of engaging and keeping it interesting for the audience? Well, I think one of the challenges, is like Ken was saying, is 
staying interested in what you're doing and being interested in being in the courtroom and being on trial every night over and over and over again and having that information be fresh. It's, it's the same in any play you do, but in this one, I just sit there for a while. <laughs> a long while. A long while. And, uh, so the, my biggest challenge in this show has been to stay engaged for the entire amount of time that I just sit and listen to other people decide my fate. Just having been, you know, watching the rehearsals a couple times, it's fun watching you react to how people are accusing you or people are just saying different facts about the case itself because it just does make it, like you say, just keeping it engaging yourself, but it does make it show that, oh, he, he's paying attention, he's engaging, even if you're you know, supposed to have your focus on, say, a different lawyer, a different witness, they're watching your reaction to this, it still is very interesting to watch that. So, I mean, that's another element that you do very well. And also, as one of the lawyers, you, because we're interrogating, we're examining or cross-examining, you have a different relationship with every witness. So Almost definitely. I, and I interrogate or examine, I don't how many, five, six, I don't know. But anyway, you have a different relationship with each one of them, and you want something different out of each one of them. Very true. Why do people love Agatha Christie so much? I think at Spotlight, this is our fourth or fifth Agatha Christie piece I can remember. Uh, of course, Mousetrap, Murder on the Nile, and then there were none. The last so, one I directed was Black Coffee. The last one you directed was Black Coffee, right. It's been a while back. It's been a while back, but still another Agatha Christie piece. And I think aside from someone like Ray Cooney, she's a, our most produced playwright here at, at Spotlight. Why do people love her so much? And why do we because keep her back? Because te- she tells a great story. Mm. It's a great story. All of her, all of her plays are, are fascinating from start to finish. And so the story itself just keeps you engaged, and then um, all the twists and turns along the way, and it's challenging to try to figure out who done it and um, see if you're right. And, and almost always there's a surprise. Um, and I, people love that. And it's a mystery. It's a mystery. And who doesn't love a good mystery? Yes. And it's fascinating the way, just the, the structure and the way Agatha Christie puts them together, because you really, I mean, you really don't know and sometimes there's a little red herring, and sometimes mm-hmm. there's not. Uh-huh. But it's so well placed and so well written that people are just they just flock to it. They eat it up. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that there's a lot of modern plays being written right now that when you when you watch them, you have to think so hard, and <laughs> you're trying to take something out of it every time you go to a show. You're trying to take something home, and I think that sometimes an audience just wants to go to the theater and be entertained and not sit there and beat their head against a wall for some kind of environmental or equal rights message that the theater is trying to give them. So I think Agatha Christie is popular because people want to go to the theater for escape, just like they did when theater originated. That's very true. I think that's very true. Both what Ken and Linda said, it's a mystery and people do love to just figure it out. They like to be, they like to be smart. That's why shows like CSI are still so... And there will be people coming out of our show going, I knew that's what was going to happen, and they really didn't. (laughs) And what's really fun, because the structure of the play is that after the first act, everybody runs out and goes, I know, did you hear what he said? She Mm -hmm. said, after the second act, no, no, they didn't say that. And then it just continues to roll, because it's a great structure for mystery. It is. Very true. Not very true. Very, very true. (laughs) This is my favorite question we always ask people for the show. What's your favorite line in the show? Favorite line. doesn't have to be one of your own. It could be someone else's that you said. Tell it's always hard to, to pick one because there's so many good ones. That this is kind of a combination of both lines. But I think my favorite one is when Sir Wilfred says to, uh, to Romaine, um, Tommy's wife in the show, and he says, you know you can't be compelled to testify against your wife. And uh, she says, how convenient. I love that. <laughs> 
I think part of that's Kelly's delivery because she's no doubt it's just dripping. It's I know it's great. just dripping. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's very interesting, Sir Wilfred. Obviously, is not of this generation because he has lines like, um, "What's the one I'm thinking of?" Well, he has a couple of one about women. One of them is ungrateful beast women. <laughs> and the other one is never trust a woman. That's probably one of my favorites. <laughs> huh, that's not one of mine. But, you know. yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's a great line. Well, uh, Leonard is, is a lovable guy. And um, he, just, you know, he just wants, he really just wants to kick back a couple of brews and... <laughs> Hang out with his buddies, but he can't because he's poor. And so I think that my favorite line from the show is, it was make-believe and childish if you like, but it was fun, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> That's definitely a good one. You can identify with that <laughs> I can identify with that line. I think probably just for me, one of my favorite lines is a little exchange between my character and Ken's characters, as I say. Sorry to inconvenience you, Sir Wilfred, and then just very proud and boasting. I am never inconvenienced. <laughs> Speaks to that old soul that the character is, yeah. which I love. Any final thoughts? Come and see Witness for the Prosecution. You will be surprised. You will definitely be entertained. And you will, uh, you will walk out having, knowing you had a great time. As Sir Wilfred would say, well said. Thank you. <laughs> That's it for this edition of Inside Spotlight. Be sure to like our Facebook page and sign up for our email newsletter on our website, thisispotlight.com. Witness for the Prosecution opens October 12th and runs Fridays and Saturdays at 7.30 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. until November 9th. For more information, visit thisispotlight.com. Special thanks to Linda Suttle, Ken Street, and Tommy Jennings. Thanks again for downloading, listening, and subscribing. I'm Luke Allen Terry, signing off. Spotlight Theatre Company. Forget your worries and escape for a night of fun.